Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlock big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Intelligent Investor. When it comes to stock investment, most people's first reaction will be to think of Warren Buffett, the Oracle of Omaha. The book we're reading today is written by Benjamin Graham whom Buffett referred to as his mentor for life. When unlocking Buffett the making of an American capitalist and the snowball Warren Buffett and the business of life, we mentioned that Buffet read The Intelligent Investor in 1950 when he was 19 years old. The book struck him immediately. Not long after, Buffett enrolled in Columbia University's business school where he studied value investing with Graham as his mentor. Three years after graduation, Buffett got a job at Graham's company, and during his first two years there, Buffett learned about value investing strategies and grew his wealth from $9,800 to $174,000. When Buffett read The Intelligent Investor again in 1972, he said, I read the first edition of this book early in 1950 when I was 19, I thought then that it was by far the best book about investing ever written. I still think it is. Since its initial publication in 1949, the book has been regarded as a world-renowned classic in investment practices. It has been considered a revolutionary text often referred to as the stock market investing bible by investment gurus such as Warren Buffett. Buffett even wrote the preface and commentary for the book. It's been 40 years since the fourth edition of this book was published, and you may be wondering if the investment strategies mentioned in the book still hold true today. In fact, Graham himself emphasized in the introduction that the book focuses more on the principles of investing and the attitudes of investors. Therefore, we can still learn a lot today from this perspective. Benjamin Graham, an American economist and investment thinker is the founder of value investing theory. He is known as the Dean of Wall Street and the father of modern security analysis. Graham was not only Warren Buffett's research supervisor at Columbia University's business school, but also regarded by Buffett as his spiritual mentor throughout his life. His security analysis theory and knowledge of the field was a tremendous shock to the investment field, affecting almost three generations of the biggest fund managers on Wall Street. Next, we will unlock the book for you from three areas. First, the fundamentals of value investing. Second, investment suggestions for defensive investors. Last, investment suggestions for enterprising investors. Let's first take a look at part one, the fundamentals of value investing. In the introduction, Graham stated the purpose of this book is to supply in a form suitable for layman guidance in the adoption and execution of an investment policy. So, what exactly does investment and speculation mean in this context? What's the difference? Graham pointed out that an investment operation is one which upon thorough analysis promises safety of principle and an adequate return. Operations not meeting these requirements are speculative. Investors should have at least three essential characteristics, the first of which being rational analysis. Investment decisions should be based on a rational analysis of the target company's operating performance. Second, safety. 
Investors should pay attention to avoid risk and heavy losses wherever they can. Finally, the last characteristic is reasonable expectation. Investors should expect the appropriate performance from the stocks they invest in rather than expecting too much. In real life, especially in the media, it is customary to refer to everyone in the stock market as an investor. However, Graham argued that not everyone who invests in stocks can be called an investor. The most fundamental difference between investors and speculators is their attitude toward changes in the stock market. From the perspective of speculators, stock profit mainly comes from the fluctuation of the stock price. They will buy in when they predict the stock will rise and sell when they predict the stock will fall. All of this investment logic revolves solely around the stock price. Speculators are mainly interested in predicting future market fluctuations. Investors on the other hand are less interested in a stock's price movements. They are more interested in buying and holding the right securities at the right price. Investors and speculators have an utterly different investing mindset. In Graham's perspective, there are basically two types of investors, defensive investors and enterprising investors. Defensive investors care more about the safety of their money but don't want to put in the time and effort. The first goal of defensive investment is to avoid major mistakes and losses. A defensive investor's primary focus is on defense. Their secondary goal is not to spend too much energy on analysis and decision-making. They hope to make money through investment while at the same time trying to avoid effort and trouble. Enterprising investors on the other hand can expect better returns than their defensive counterparts. They are willing to invest more time and energy, do more research, learn more knowledge, and have a grander ambition to beat the market. However, Graham also pointed out that many people on Wall Street had invested a lot of energy, done a lot of research, and had great talent. Instead of making money, they were losing money because they were doing it the wrong way. Therefore, just because you put in more time and take more risk doesn't mean you'll get a better return. Figuring out what works effectively is crucial to your success. Next, let's talk about investors and market fluctuation. According to Graham, the market is like a pendulum, it forever swings between unsustainable optimism which makes stocks too expensive, and unjustified pessimism which makes them too cheap. Faced with market fluctuation, investors have two possible ways to make money, the market timing and valuation methods. The market timing method is to evaluate the trend of the stock market and predict whether it will go up or down in the future. If it is predicted to go up, then buy or hold the stock. Conversely, if it is predicted to go down, then sell or stop buying the stock. The valuation method is to value the stock price and its fair value. If the stock price is below the fair value, then buy, otherwise sell. Of the two methods, Graham was more in favor of the valuation method. From his perspective, following the market timing method changes investment behavior to speculation. Because markets are unpredictable, and no average investor is more successful than others in predicting market trends. In addition to market timing and valuation methods, Graham described a reverse investment approach called the buy-low-sell-high approach. This approach is to buy after every crash and sell after every rally. This approach was persuasive in the years leading up to 1950, 
because there were 10 complete market cycles from 1887 to 1949. Each cycle was from bear to bull to bear. Each cycle's duration could range from as little as 4 years to as many as 11 years. The difference between the highest and lowest prices of stocks was also ranging from 44% to 500% during the cycle. All bull markets had some pretty obvious similarities, and as a result, many people believed that smart investors should be able to recognize the signs of recurring bear and bull markets to catch the best timing to trade stocks. However, Graham pointed out that this approach is unreliable, especially since the market did not follow the previous pattern in the 20 years before writing this book. Therefore, the buy-low-sell-high approach failed. Graham suggested another way to help us cope with market fluctuation is by building our own securities portfolio. The portfolio should include both bonds and stocks. When the stock market rises, sell stocks and put the proceeds into bonds. Conversely, when the stock market falls, sell bonds and buy stocks. Graham also had a suggestion for dealing with stock market fluctuation, buying stocks with prices close to their asset value. Graham pointed out that investors favor companies with a better track record and better prospects. Therefore, the discrepancy between their stock price and asset value is relatively large. The risk involved in buying such stocks is higher, and those with a price close to the asset value are more stable. Finally, let's briefly discuss the core concept of value investment, the margin of safety. If there were only a few words to sum up Graham's core investment theory, it would be margin of safety. It refers to the extent to which the intrinsic value of a security is undervalued compared with its actual price. The margin of safety applies to both stocks and bonds. For example, if you buy an asset worth $2 for only $1, the $1 saved is the margin of safety. But if an asset is worth $2, and you buy it for $10, then your margin of safety is negative. The former can be called investment while the latter is speculation, because the market must eventually return to normal called a correction, bringing the price of the asset back to its real value. For investors, having a margin of safety is almost a safety net because the market will eventually return to rationality. On the other hand, speculators must find someone willing to pay a higher price for the asset but often end up finding themselves left with the asset on hand. At the same time, there is a close connection between the concept of margin of safety and the principle of diversification. Even if investors have some margin of safety, individual securities may still yield poor results. Because the margin of safety can only ensure that the opportunity of profit is higher than the chance of loss, it does not guarantee that there will be no loss. When people purchase more types of securities with a safety margin, the probability of total profit exceeding total loss will be higher. This approach is the combination of safety margin and diversification. In addition, diversification must also be built based on the safety margin. We can illustrate this problem with the math behind the game of roulette. A casino roulette will has 37 numbers. When someone bets $1 on a number, he will earn $35 if he gets it right. However, his chance of getting it right as opposed to getting it wrong is 37 to 1, so his margin of safety is negative. Diversification is foolish in this case, because the more times he bets, 
the less chance he will profit in the end. It would cost $37 if the person bets $1 on every number, but he will only get $35. Therefore, we must invest in the stock market given that its long-term trend is upward. Diversification is more stable only under the condition of having a margin of safety. We have concluded the first part the core of value investing. Let's do a brief recap. First, we talked about the difference between investing and speculation. Then, we introduced defensive investors and enterprising investors and how intelligent investors respond to market fluctuations. Last but not least, we discussed the core idea of value investing, the margin of safety. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.